Hail to the Pod is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know that NFL ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time is an all-new app that takes advantage of last-minute ticket prices and brings them straight to you from thousands of trusted sellers. The app is super convenient with a two-tap checkout process and panoramic views of where you'll be sitting. GameTime has all the MLB, NBA, and concert tickets you'll need, so the deals don't stop with the Super Bowl. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome to Hail to the Pod, brought to you by The Athletic, alongside NFL Network analyst and former Pro Bowl defensive back D'Angelo Hall. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. D. Hall, we're just about at the halfway point, uh-huh. and the Redskins have a bye, and we still don't know, after Dwayne Haskins got his first career start, we still don't know if he's going to be the starter moving forward. Yeah. Interim head coach Bill Callahan was grilled about it today at Redskins Park. Here's what he had to say. Uh, I'm going to take my time on that. I'm going to look at uh, a lot of different things because we've got some time. And we've got time this bye week uh, to go back and look at a lot of different things. So um, that's that's the posture this week. Mm. All right, yeah. so it appears Callahan wants to take his time while the team <laughs> still evaluates Case Keenum before they announce who will start week 11. Of course, the Redskins host the Jets at FedEx Field. Uh, D Hall, I think you start Haskins. I don't understand what is going on right now. I mean, the team's one and eight. If they miraculously turn this thing around, I mean, maybe they finish five and eleven. It's like get the rookie some reps, allow him to have full weeks of preparation. Let's not get Case Keenum back in there taking first team reps. Like yeah. he's gonna need to to learn from his mistakes. There's gonna be growing pains. But if we keep flip flopping around with who's starting, I just I don't think we're helping the rookie out at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Dwayne needs to have a vote of confidence that he is the guy. Um, We all as fans perceive him to be the guy because you drafted him 15th overall in the first round. And so, you know, we as fans and analysts, we're trying to figure out what is taking so long to say, here you go, because you're going to give it to him, what, next year? Why not give it to him right now so we can start grooming him, start seeing what we have, um, and just really start giving him those quality reps that he can't get anywhere else. Haskins finished 15 for 22 with 144 passing yards. No turnovers. Um, what was What's your confidence level in Haskins now moving forward? Well, you know, first of all, that Buffalo defense is tenacious. You know, they're mm-hmm. one of the best in the league right. year in and year out. And so – um, you know, the no turnovers is a plus, And that's what you want. You want to see growth from this kid, game in and game out. And so that's why you need him out there. You need him getting this experience, getting these reps. Troy Aikman was thrown out um, as a rookie, won one game. Peyton Manning was thrown out as a rookie. 
you know, didn't have, you know, very much success. And so, yeah, I know, you know, teams like to want to, you know, have guys sit and in the perfect situation, that would have been the perfect scenario. But sometimes you got to adjust. You got to call an audible, make some changes. And that's what I think they need to do. They need to just go ahead and go with Dwayne uh, because he is getting better. He is showing that he's yeah. able, um, you know, to handle some of the, in-game situations that you want to, you know, that you want him to get reps in and you want him to grow from. Yeah, the media today wasn't letting Callahan off the hook easily. They uh-huh. kept pressing him on on this decision and, and why he needed so much time to make it. Take a listen to what he had to say. Why are you still making the decision? Why, why wouldn't you just... I think we have some time here. We have a bye week. Uh, we don't play for two weeks. So I just want to gather a lot of information want to look at a lot of things on film, go back into the self-scout. And I just want to just take my time and decide where we're going to go, the direction that we're going to go. I mean, we saw Dwayne start on Sunday. It wasn't that scary. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't get it, D. Hall. What do you make of this, um, hearing what Callahan had to say today? I mean, he just seems like a person that's confused. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, maybe he's torn. Do we, do we really hang up the season or do I feel like this team has a chance to compete? Mm. Um, you know, I, I think they got to, ch- you know, I think you can do both. I think you can, you know, get Dwayne Haskins and get some of these younger guys an opportunity to play so you can see what you have, but still go out there and try to compete to win football games. I don't think you have to, you know, tank and give less effort. You know, I don't believe in that at all. I've, I've never uh, believed in that, but at the same time, I've understood the process and I've understood like if we're a team who has some young players, um, I want to see what I have in those young players. I want to give them an opportunity to play, um, you know, because it's, it's, you know, it's not fair to some of these older guys as well. They need an opportunity or they want an opportunity to try to go somewhere and win maybe, if you know, if they're later in their career. And so, uh, you know, that's why just, you know, the last couple of weeks have been a little mind boggling because, you know, like I mentioned in previous episodes, I would have liked to see them make some trades, get Trent out of here, get, you know, a couple other guys out of here that 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 gave you value in draft picks and get young and start building for the future. You talk about wanting a new stadium. Great. Let's let's do, you know, like the Raiders did. The Raiders traded Khalil Mack and we all thought they were crazy. They aren't a bad football team right now. Obviously, Khalil Mack would have made them a lot better, but then they wouldn't have had Josh Jacobs, who I think is one of the most young and electrifying young running backs in the National Football League. And so, um, you know, you have to get rid of some pieces to accumulate more value uh, in today's NFL. And this is an interesting week. It's their bye week and breaking recent tradition. Uh, it sounds like Callahan's going to put these guys to work this week. Um, they have to be at the facility tomorrow. They're going to practice Wednesday. Callahan said today in his press conference that he was not happy with how the team performed mentally. He thought there were some mental breakdowns. Um, Sunday in Buffalo. And so he's going to be hard on them. Uh, as you kind of mentioned when he took over as interim head coach mm-hmm. and then, so they will have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, and then they're back to work Monday again with the team being one and eight. Do you like this or do you think this is too much? What's your assessment? I mean, coach Callahan knows better about these guys and the mood in that locker room. You know, it's hard for me to sit there and say, you know, what that team needs because I'm not around them 24-7. Now, right. as a guy who played in this league, if, if my coach is telling me that, I'm pissed because I've already made plans for the bye week, especially being one and eight. 
oh, I need to get the hell away from this place. I need to relax. I need to go somewhere and decompress. Um, I don't need to be around football because um, we're one and eight. And, uh, you know, I just don't feel good, um, you know, when 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 a team I'm on is one and eight. That's my mindset. Yeah. But as a coach, you know, I understand. I understand. Hey, look, if we didn't perform, we need to be out here. We need to practice. This isn't a very good team. This, you know, this team isn't executing that well. And so they do need to practice reps. And so from that standpoint, I understand. But. You know, dudes will check out on you in a heartbeat. I've been around teams with guys who've checked out. You push them too too hard, they'll check out on you. Um, and there's a fine line, and that's what we have to see if Coach Callahan's tough love approach is the type that gets this team to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, only time will tell. And, you know, this is – Coach Callahan wants to be a head football coach, I'm sure. There's only 32 of those most coveted uh, most coveted jobs out there. And so he's, he, he's not – He's not going about this thing trying not to, you know, trying not to win games, trying not to succeed. And that's why I think the whole Dwayne Haskins thing, um, you know, it kind of weighs him, you know, each way because, you know, obviously he wants to win games. He wants to prove I am a better head coaching candidate than the previous guy. He wants this job, right? Mm -hmm. And so he wants to put the best guy who can win right now. He's not thinking long term about developing Dwayne Haskins. And that's why, you know, like I said, when you drafted Dwayne, you needed to either make a commitment to Jay Gruden or move on from Jay Gruden right then and there because it wasn't fair to Jay and it wasn't fair to, uh, you know, to Dwayne Haskins because regardless what he does, he was sync with Jay. If we knew Jay wasn't going to be here, we, we basically put Dwayne Haskins back a year um, by making him learn that offense that is going to be non-existent next year. Yeah. I mean, the Redskins haven't scored a touchdown in, I think, 13 quarters going back to the Dolphins game. This offense has been struggling. It's painful to watch. (laughs) What was your take watching this game in Buffalo Sunday? I mean, like you said, you know, it was painful to watch at times. Um, You know, Dwayne missed some throws. You know, I'm sure he'd admit, um, you know, he missed some throws. Uh, you know, but some, you know, guys, guys didn't, you know, guys didn't make plays, you know, we just got, you know, we got beat up, you know, and we knew that we knew Buffalo was a hell of a defense. We knew that it was going to be tough. You know, our, our, our goal was to hope our defense could stand up to keep this thing low scoring. Um, you know, this team just doesn't have a, a, you know, a whole lot of playmakers. And that's the, you know, that's the hard part when you only have, you know, uh, uh, Terry on the outside to kind of keep guys out the box for Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, they're missing Jordan Reed. You know, they're missing their explosive tight ends, Vernon Davis. Um, you know, not having guys like that, you know, has hampered this team. Not having a guy like Jamison Crowder really in the slot to get open, um, who they'll see after the bye with the Jets, um, you know, who, you know, the kid had, I think, seven, eight catches in the first quarter. Um, you know, in last game, I don't know what his stats finished like, but you know, when you let playmakers, homegrown playmakers go, your offense is going to suffer. And, you know, this offense is suffering, you know, they like Trey Quinn and I think he, you know, has a chance to be really good, but um, you know, the kind of player Jameson Crowder was to just think that Trey Quinn was going to be able to just come in and, and replace him with a young quarterback, potentially in Dwayne Haskins or a new quarterback in case Keenum and trying to create that, uh, you know, that chemistry, it was going to be, you know, it was going to be tough for that to happen. So, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this season ends up because Coach <laughs> Callahan's tough love approach is going to either get get dudes committed and fighting for each other or it's going to have some guys check out. 
and say, man, I'm ready to get this season over with. Yeah, and I think they're they're practicing in shells tomorrow and pads Wednesday, if that's what oh, I believe. No, I no, know. Not. I'm just worried <laughs> that the guys are going to check out. And it's like <laughs> every time you think something seems logical, like naming Haskins the starter for the rest of the season, it's like the Redskins go and do something like this. You know, it's like, of yeah. course, the Redskins aren't going to commit to Haskins being the starter right now. And who knows? Maybe when, you know, we hear from them again next week, he will be the starter. Callahan yeah. didn't rule it out one way or the other, but it's just kind of like, it's just, you just shake your head sometimes. It's just frustrating. Yeah, and, 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 you know, we're making a big deal about this. Maybe they're just posturing. Maybe they're just over here trying to, you know, let's, you know, let's make the Jets prepare for both quarterbacks because, you know, they don't know what, you know, what we're going to do. Maybe they're just over here playing with, you know, playing with the Jets and they're really just trying to keep it close to the vest. Um, mm. You know, secrets have been known to get out of that place. Um, so maybe they're just trying to keep it close to the vest. And it is Dwayne Haskins the whole entire time. And so all of this big hoopla we're making a big scene about is probably nothing. And it is Dwayne Haskins. And so I'm, I'm of the belief it's Dwayne Haskins. It has to be. Yeah. It just makes sense, right? I mean, come on, let's be serious. It just <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> let's talk about the bye week. Um, these guys have got to be excited that that's here, given the way, you know, the season's going for yeah, them. Yeah. What advice would mm -hmm. you have? Because, I mean, you want to recharge. You want to go somewhere. Yeah. Have fun. Get this out of your system. Come back refreshed and ready to go for the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean, I used to always like to take trips. I used to like to get away, go to somewhere, uh, you know, Caribbean, a little warm, um, obviously, because it's starting to get cold. Um, What's one you know, of your and, best and they, buy and they, trips? Uh, I mean, I think just the Bahamas, you know, just took the whole family down to, to Atlanta, stayed at the Cove and just just relaxed. And yeah. it's not often we got the bye week in the middle or toward the end of the season, which is this setup, it would have been perfect if this team was, you know, uh, six and three. All right, cool. Halfway point, we get to get some guys healed up. Um, you know, we get to kind of just get away, compress. Mm -hmm. And so you love it to be at the halfway point. And so they're at that halfway point. And, you know, I just think no matter what, if you're doing great or if you're doing bad, you have to get away and put everything into perspective and come back energized and ready to make that back half run. And that's why, you know, for me to hear Coach Callahan's got these guys practicing, I'm like, come on. I, I know. I know. That kind of concerned that tough me guy. a little bit. Yeah, that <laughs> tough guy coaching mentality and uh, old school coach. Well, come on, coach. I'm tired, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the good news is um, I heard Morgan Moses in an interview. Obviously, he's been on this team, I think, seven seasons now, was saying despite uh -huh. the way this team has been struggling, that this is one of the best locker rooms he has been a part of, and guys are still working hard and not giving up. And um, So I, I thought that was encouraging from a veteran yeah. who, who's been on so many different teams here to say something like that and uh, is that something you're still noticing as well yeah it is it is and it speaks volumes for those coaches um you know to get these guys ready to go week in and week out and you don't have any dissension you know how how easy is it for a one and eight football team to turn on each other and, and question the coaching and question this player not making enough plays and question this guy and his mistakes he's made he's made you know pointing the finger at everyone else um, you know, in that locker room, 
you don't hear any of that. And so this is a team that's that's united. And 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 that is what's good about you know what's going on in that locker room because you know I don't think they're a long way away. I just think they need to commit to the quarterback, develop him, and put the playmakers and the pieces around to protect him and to uh you know to give him a chance to succeed. And you know, I think they have a lot of weapons on defense and I like what they've done. And so you know, I think this team is, is is really, really close. And so I see the big picture and I'm not as 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 uh glass half empty as probably the rest of this fan base because I do see the talent in, in, in a lot of those uh, you know, those players that they have. Yeah, and speaking of the defense and talent, the Redskins signed safety and special teams, Captain DeShazer Everett to a multi-year extension. I know mm-hmm. you know Shays well. What was your reaction yep, yep. to that news? I mean, just just happy for the kid. You know, this was a kid who came in as an unrestricted free agent, uh, you know, wasn't drafted, just kind of worked out, was a corner when he got here, uh, you know, made the transition to safety along with me. Um, You know, together we, you know, we transitioned from corner to safety. And, you know, he always was willing to, to listen. He always was willing to work. He always has has a pen and 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 and, and some and, and some notes in front of him, um, you know, writing, learning, asking questions, trying to get better. And no matter what spot you put him on a football field, he's gonna go out there and play as hard as he can and try to make a play for you. Um, you know, it's been times even though he's a safety, we've had to play him at corner, we've had to play him at nickel, um, we've had to go make him play gunner on, on special teams. He plays every single special team. Um, you know, and he's the, you know, he's a consummate professional and teammate. And so, I mean, I love, I love, uh, Shades, man. Uh, you know, just a great kid and, you know, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. So am I, uh, yeah. let's pivot to the Trent Williams situation yeah. because there are uh-huh. a couple of updates since we lasted our podcast. Um, so Trent has asked the NFL PA to not pursue an investigation into team wrongdoing, obviously. Um, he's protected by HIPAA, so his medical records are confidential. But it sounds like the Redskins want to try to prove that they weren't negligent in this situation. Um, what is your take on sort of the latest <laughs> developments? Because it seems like this, you know, the Redskins want to fight back on this, the claims that that Trent made last week. Yeah, um, and you know, deservedly so, probably. You know, they, you know, they should probably get a chance to to kind of defend themselves and, you know, let their side of the story be heard. And, you know, like I said, Trent's my friend, you know, first and foremost, and I'm going to always stick by my friend no matter what. But, um, you know, it's always his side. It's always their side. And it's somewhere in the middle, you know, the truth. And, you know, no one knows what that truth is, you know, except both of those parties. But, you know, I can understand Trent just wanting to put this thing behind him, man. You know, he said what he had to say. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he, he, you know, he probably still has, you know, the ability to do some other things if he so chooses to. Um, and, you know, right now it's not about saying, hey, you did this. It's just about letting everyone know, look, this is what I was dealing with. And this is why I did what I did. It wasn't about, you know, everyone else is trying to make it about, you know, the fight between them two. He said what right. he had to say and he wants to move on. And I respect that. And, you know, I haven't, you know, really discussed anything with him about it because I've respected his wishes. So, um, you know, it's tough, but you know, ultimately you got to do what, you know, him being the patient wants to do. And, and, you know, if he doesn't want any of his records out, then that's what it is. And, um, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll all move on from this. 
man, never a dull day out at Redskins Park. Yeah, never is, right? Do you think Trent (laughs) sticks around the area? Does he go back to Houston? Like, what's his plan right now? Um, I mean, he's still, he's still in, in, in Virginia, as far as I, you know, as far as I know he was prior to me leaving, um, mm-hmm. you know, to come out to LA, uh, you know, I, heck I watched it, you know, the Thursday night game with him in AP, um, you know, at his house. And so, you know, he's here. I thought he was, you know, still going to the facility, still, uh, trying to figure out the helmet situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and still, I, you know, I thought that, you know, the plan was still, to, you know, to try to be a part of this football team or or try to make every 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 attempt to try to do that. Yeah. All right. So um, some other news in the NFL that's been kind of interesting. I'm curious to get your thoughts, but obviously fans get mm-hmm. pretty heated on Twitter and th- they'll kind of pop off and say some things and at certain players. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've seen it with Terrell <laughs> yep. Roberts and Jermaine Whitehead. They're sort of the latest to kind of snap back. Um what did you make of that situation? And have you, do you have any stories, personal stories of just stuff you've read that, I mean, it must be hard not to say uh, something when you're getting personally attacked like that, but then to, to, uh, to take I it mean, to the I, next extreme, it's kind of like, you got to think before you start typing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You got to think before you, you know, before you hit that, hit, hit that sin button, you know, even though you're thinking it and, you know, even though you're thinking it just like, you know, just talking smack and you know, you'll never do it or to never get to anything like that, you know, you can never send anything like that. Young people, please, please, you can never send anything like that. Um, because in today's society, um, you know, that is that people are so accessible and you, you don't, you don't want to be making threats and things like that. And gosh, you know, and I've never really gave a damn what anyone said. You know, I, I, I used to like to read some stuff, um, but I never, so like, you right know, after I never, game, I never wanted to, I, I, yeah, Twitter wasn't really jumping, jumping like that, but yeah, I would check every now and then just to see. And, you know, for the most part, I was always pleased with my personal performance. And so it was never too many personal attacks. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was attacks to the team, attacks to how bad we were doing and things like that. But, you know, I mean, it comes with the territory, you know, anyone who's played, pro sports long enough, you know, or even through high school and college and in today's society, I mean, even little league, you know, uh, 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 kids have, have Twitter pages and things like that. And, you know, other kids and fans are going in talking smack. And so, you know, to me, it just comes with the territory and you just got to learn to just, just ignore it for the most part. Yeah. But I mean, it would be hard because you look at your feed and it's like, you see all, you have all these mentions and, I mean, what at what point do you do you start responding and, and threatening someone's life? Though I mean, there's I mean, definitely I, I, not a place I, I for never, that. I never would cross that line because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just like, come on, man! Like, you know, it, seriously, like it, it's not that serious. We 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 play we play a darn kids game, um, and 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 it, it, it's just too it's 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 too fun. It's too fun for people to be making this big a deal about it. And so, yeah, we don't take things that serious, you know, and for Whitehead to even pop off the way he did, I mean, he, he must've been going through something else on top of just that game and that performance. Yeah. Um, and like and I said, I, you know, I hope lose their job over. Yes. Yes. I hope he gets some help and, you know, some people, you know, close to him, hug him and make sure he's all right. Um, 
But yeah, you know, you can't respond that way. And I mean, it just comes with the territory, Aaron. I mean, how many times have you been criticized for a show you've done or something you've done? Do do you want to respond? Like, I don't really be giving a damn. So I, like, yeah. I'm just like, all right, and I, and, cool. And once in a while, people will, it'll annoy me, but it's, yeah, it's not yeah, worth, it's, like, I'm not going to let it ruin my career because if exactly. I retaliate, I it's look insecure annoying. almost. And it's like, yep. you know what? I'm just gonna leave it's more this alone. annoying than anything. I it's, get people that still send me tweets and 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 IGs and laugh, you know, laughing faces about the whole DeAndre Hopkins and me doing uh, hard knocks about five years ago, and I'm like, <laughs> I just laugh because I'm like, bro, I, I did my fair share of dudes in my time. You know what I mean? I got done one time. And it wasn't even that great a right. play, D-Hop. And you know it wasn't that great a play. I'm over here. I was going to break anyway on that darn comeback. That comeback <laughs> was trash. I slipped, <laughs> twisted my ankle. Had nothing to do with How can you juke somebody going straight? So I still I'm, I still talk about that play, Aaron. But And fans come at me about it. And it is what it is. You know, I but just shake it off, is, laugh like, at what it. What is going on with the fans who make these types of criticism? Like, I hope you're perfect. I, you know, I know, and like, that's what I say. Like, you know, <laughs> man, please. I love my life. So I hope you love yours too, man. Laugh <laughs> at me all you want. <laughs> so Monday night football, the Cowboys and Giants, the Giants are yes. two and six. They held a players only meeting. Uh, I'm just curious your thoughts on that. Like, are those useless or do you get a lot out of those? It'll be interesting to see how the Giants respond tonight after that players only meeting. But in general, like, what is your take, D Hall, on those players only meetings? Like, do you get, do teams respond well or are they kind of corny? Yeah, yeah. Teams, teams normally respond well. They aren't corny because they're, you know, you have those players only meetings when there's something that needs to be said, when there's, you know, kind of a grievance that only us players can solve and resolve, whether that's a player not doing their job and the coach is not really saying anything to him because he's considered, a, you know, one of the better players or things like that. That players only meeting is where we can close the door. No coaches in there. Hey, look, man, we ain't giving out. We ain't giving our maximum effort. You, what are you doing? Like da, 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 da. Right. you point the finger at yourself and Everyone starts talking and you try to galvanize the troops. You know, you try to get everyone on the same page and let them know, hey, we aren't as bad a football team as we're putting out there on that football field. And I know I need to do better as a leader and a captain who's organized this, you know, this meeting. I'm going to do my part. Y'all follow me. And and those are kind of, you know, how those speeches go. And they tend to, you know, get guys motivated a little bit more, make guys work a little bit more because, you let everyone know that, look, I'm watching y'all. I want y'all to watch me and I'm watching y'all. And it holds everyone, you know, a little bit more accountable um, in that present situation. And so, you know, I like it and we'll see, you know, we'll see how this Giants team responds. Mm-hmm. Did you ever call one or how does it, how did that come together on teams you've been on? I mean, yeah, you know, I've never called one personally, but I've been a part of a couple where, um, you know, I've, you know, I was asked by some of the other, you know, captains, if we should call one and I'm, you know, I'm in agreement with them and, you know, it was just, uh, you, you know, I think we might've called one the year we won seven in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, London Fletcher obviously was the captain and, you know, asked us if, you know, if he felt like, you know, we needed to, you know, get together as the leaders and try to, you know, get, get our guys a little bit more motivated. Um, you know, we did, everyone, you know, elevated their game, stepped it up. RG started balling a little bit more. Um, you know, guys around him started protecting him a little bit more. 
you know, and we made plays. And like I said, we won seven in a row, uh, went to the playoffs that year and lost to Seattle. And so, you know, it was definitely one of those things that helped us out, but it doesn't always work. I was a part of one, you know, <laughs> you know, at, a, at, a, at, a, at another point, <laughs> um, it, 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 it didn't make laughing? not one bit of difference. Why are you it laughing? Because it didn't make not one bit of difference. We still went on to lose the rest of the games. And so, uh, you know, it's just kind of hit, hit or miss. <laughs> well, how do you think the Redskins would benefit? Because I know we've talked about some of the captains like Ryan Kerrigan and not really that vocal leader like some other guys are. But could you see this Redskins team at one and eight benefit from a players only meeting? Well, you know, this Redskins team is playing hard and that's what we have to realize. You know, I think that Giants team felt like it was certain situations that they weren't playing as hard as they could have. You know, when I watch this, you know, this Redskins team compete, they, they, they play hard. They play hard. They, they fly around. Um, you know, they're trying to make plays. Um, you know, Cole Holcomb, uh, you know, missed the tackle. It wasn't because, you know, he wasn't trying hard enough. He was trying his butt off. He just wasn't fast enough to get there. Um, you know, he was, you know, just a better, a better athlete. Same thing, you know, that happened to, 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 to New, uh, New England versus Baltimore. They had the guys in position. They just weren't expecting Lamar Jackson to be that fast. That was the point I was making all week. Like Bill Belichick is going to have guys in position but they're just not going to believe this kid is as fast as he is and as fast as he plays because that's how Michael Vick was. Dudes didn't expect him to be that fast. Um, and so we don't have guys that aren't hustling and aren't trying their hardest to make plays. They're just running up on a guy that's just a little bit faster, or a little bit more athletic than they are um, in some situations. But, you know, you can always use a good talking to my mom used to always say. So, you know, <laughs> any any little bit helps. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about some positive news. The Nationals won the World yes. Series. They were mm -hmm. celebrating at the White House today. The city has been buzzing. The parade was incredible. The celebrations have been so fun to watch. Uh, we saw the Caps obviously win the Stanley Cup. The Nationals win a title. The Mystics won a title. Um, and you mentioned the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens beating the Patriots. It's it's like teams in this area are finding a way to get it yeah. done, yet the Redskins seem to be moving backwards. Do you think this is putting pressure on Dan Snyder and the Redskins, or when do you think they're going to figure this out? Because <laughs> I know fans are so frustrated right now. Yeah, yeah, I think the pressure's been on the Redskins. You know, when you talk about possibly wanting to, you know, to build a new stadium and move, um, you know, you want to do that as a as a winner or you want to do that as a solid team and not a team who who has been struggling like they have the last couple of years. And so I know Dan and Bruce and the rest of this 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 regime wants to succeed and they want to do well and they want to win games. And so um, I think they have a you know, I think they have the players. Like I said, it's just about getting the right football coach in here, developing that young quarterback Um and believing in the plan, the be believing in the system that you have and bringing the guys in here that can do that. I don't think this team is that far away, Aaron. I really don't. I just think, um, you know, you have to – when you pick that next head football coach, he has to have a plan that's going to commit to developing this quarterback um, and, 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 and winning up front, winning up front. You have a great defensive line. Um, you're going to lose probably one of the best old tackles in the game if you can't convince him to stay. 
Um, so you're going to have to find a long-term solution at left tackle. Uh, you know, you're probably going to have to, uh, you know, find another lineman or probably another lineman. Um, so you talk about two old linemen, uh, I, you know, it, yeah, I'm, you know, now I'm talking about just breaking down this roster. It's a couple of little holes, but I just think a couple years you can fix those problems. Um, and so I but think does this it roster is right around the corner. But does it concern you that they don't have a tr- traditional GM? It, it, it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning because, you know, those – those have been proven to uh, to kind of take the pressure off of the president. That's why you have a GM. Um, so he can kind of handle the, you know, the football stuff and your president can handle the more of the business side of things. And so, um, you know, you're now making him do two jobs instead of one. Uh, and so obviously I'm going to be better doing one job than I am going to be doing two jobs. And so, you know, you probably would like a guy in that position, but obviously, you know, they had Scott McClellan, things didn't work out, and so they chose to go another route. Yeah. Um, we saw Will Compton sign with the Raiders, and then I yeah, saw that yeah. DJ Swearinger is working out for the Raiders today. Yeah. What's that like for you when you see that? I mean, I'm just happy for those dudes, man. You know, I was just talking to Comp about – you know, getting down to Nashville and getting on the bus and doing a podcast episode <laughs> with him, um, yeah. you know, making a guest appearance. And so, you know, it was cool to see him get, uh, you know, get signed to the Raiders. Um, you know, DJ Swearinger, you know, another great, you know, great football player who's, you know, bounced around a couple of teams the last couple of years and, you know, a dude who can play football. And so, you know, happy to see him get an opportunity to go out there as well. Yeah, it makes you wonder how much Jay and John Gruden talk because obviously it kind of seems like Jay probably pumped those guys up or said something or you would think John Jay Jay probably told Jay probably told John, hey man, DJ was right. (laughs) (laughs) DJ was right, man. We needed to work a little harder, man. We just couldn't have him embarrassing us on in the media, man. We told him be quiet. (laughs) Because DJ is a smart football player. He's a sharp football player. And if you if you tell him something's gonna work and it don't work, he's gonna come in the next week and say, Hey coach, that didn't work. You told us it was gonna work, it didn't work. I told y'all it wasn't gonna work. Like, that's the kind of player he is. He holds you accountable um, as a coach, and some coaches can't handle that. Yeah, he's outspoken for sure. I always appreciated it and thought it was refreshing, but obviously yeah. you've got to <laughs> It made for good radio, right, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to use it in the right situations because he is talented, and obviously yeah. his mouth has gotten him in a little bit of trouble. Um, yes, but hopefully has. he has learned <laughs> – by now and everything will work out for him. I hope he does sign with the Raiders. Any exciting plans for you? Or are you working out in LA um, all week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm out here doing my normal, uh, you know, my normal West coast swing where I, you know, I hit my, uh, you know, my total access shows uh, mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday, and then I head back Wednesday. So, um, you know, just, just work, 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 enjoying this, uh, this analyst life. Awesome. And are you <laughs> loving it? Because I know when you first retired, you were deciding which direction you wanted to go. Yeah, I'm, I am loving it. I am loving it. Um, you know, I, obviously, like I said, I, you know, I want to be with a team because I want to win a ring. I want a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. I want a chance to help build a team 
but I'm enjoying the role I'm in right now. And, you know, I'm enjoying the team that I never have to lose a game for. So <laughs> it's funny you said that because I host a show with the rate. I've been working for the Ravens for uh-huh. three years now. And when they beat the Patriots, I was like, mm, I wonder if they win the Super Bowl if I get a ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. But, you know, I can dream about it. <laughs> Heck yeah, at least you can say you were part of the process. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah. I hope everything goes well in L.A. and we'll connect later this week. We want to thank all of our subscribers. Please subscribe to The Athletic. We appreciate you. And we'll check in on Thursday. Hold it home. Out.